Do you have champagne dreams and caviar wishes? I'm Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks, Episode 380, Attainable Luxury. Are you settled into your bathtub full of champagne, Kelly? (laughs) (laughs) With your microphone dangling next to it? I would be, but that's very dangerous. But I do have uh, champagne tastes and caviar wishes or what have you. Or whatever whatever that was. I have Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And I think it's okay to have that because we should be surrounding ourselves with beautiful things that make us feel good all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think... I'm really interested in this whole topic of how the concept of luxury has changed um, in fairly recent times, fairly dramatically, actually. Um, it is not luxury is not what people used to think of it as. And um the striving for luxury is very different. The direction that people are going in to get luxury is very different because what they think is luxurious is very different. Did you find that when you were doing your research for this topic? Uh, Yeah, I think now it's a lot about lifestyle, about not doing things yourself. So maybe it's not having a gold-covered cake, but it's about having food made by someone else delivered to your house. That's considered the luxury item. But I kind of think – I also think of how – a hundred years ago, actually even before that, you know, kind of around the time of Downton Abbey, people in these grand houses had all these staff, the staff, and then all that staff was replaced in the kitchen was replaced with equipment. And then they kind of didn't need all that staff. And now you can just order it in. So now there's a whole new change. And then, you know, like you would have a driver in a car if you had lots of money. Now you can have, now everyone can have that with Uber and Lyft. So it's, it's really definitely a big change. Yes, because the world has become more democratic in a sense, and um, luxury is attainable. And you know, it, and it, in the luxury goods, it looks a little bit different. Um, and I think what you're saying too is that having people maybe do things for you, or having food delivered, or having those food delivery services like HelloFresh and things like that, that frees you up. So it gives you more time. I really think in, in 2019, 2020 and going forward that the ultimate luxury is time because nobody has enough oh, of that. Absolutely. Oh, I agree. It's all about reducing the amount of time that you're spending on all these chores. And it's just been another step change with all these services that are available where you don't have to, you can have staff, but you can just rent them basically for five minutes, you know, to deliver your food or something like that. Right. And then, so obviously today we're going to be discussing how, how has luxury changed and what does luxury look like, particularly attainable luxury, which also could be slash affordable luxury. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, how, what does that look like in the home decor realm now. So, you know, the uh, if if we do all sort of agree that the ultimate luxury is additional time. Um and but and you can't make more hours in the day. You can just do things faster or you can have people do things for you to freeze you up to do other things. But it, at home, how can you add these touches of attainable luxury and just sort of 
elevate your every day with what you're surrounding yourself with. So instead of having, you know, a lot of of things that are sort of mid-priced and and nice enough, you know, I think the the trend is to have less things that are of better quality and not only of better quality, but things that are made of sustainable materials right. and, or well-sourced fabrics or locally sourced foods and things like that. Yeah. I think uh, the other thing is uh, the look used to be an over cluttered, well, what we could consider cluttered now, but back in the eighties and nineties, people had their houses jam packed with things. So if you bought a high end, everything in your house, the price would be exorbitant for everything. But now the houses are much more open. There's a lot less stuff in the homes uh, now. So if you're buying a very nice this or that, you don't need as much stuff to make your house look elegant now is one thing that I'm noticing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think Mm -hmm. this whole concept of what is luxury today sort of plays into the the less is more. Uh, You're making a life choice. You might, you know, when we're saying attainable slash affordable, you still might be paying a little bit more for this item, but you're not going to have five of them. Well, you're going to have one really good one. Well, exactly. And I think that's the thing that we need to point out. If we're talking about attainable luxury, luxury does, you know, denote high end. So we're really talking about expensive things or expensive looks. So these are not going to be the cheapest things to buy, but compared to maybe the price other places, it's going to be less expensive or it's going to be a cheaper version of this expensive thing. So, yeah. So this isn't exactly our budget issue uh, episode, but it's kind of a budget version of luxury, whatever. Yeah. Less. the name, attainable Attainable. luxury. Exactly. Another uh, thing that a lot of retailers and particularly online retailers are moving to is this sort of concept of taking out the middleman. So there are a couple of companies that we're going to talk about, or I'm going to mention, Anita might have some too, where they've removed that other layer. So if somebody else doesn't have to have their hand in the pie, so to speak, you end up as the uh, end consumer spending less for an item that is better made, better quality, and all of that. So those are, you know, we'll, we'll bring to your attention some companies that you might want to check out with regard to that. Um, and I, another thing that I think is interesting and I really, really like is that I think the concept of luxury today is moving away. We're not totally gone from it yet, but it's definitely moving away from a brand-driven luxury. You know, and uh-huh, right. So, yeah. So I think in the 80s and the 90s, it the luxury market was much more brand centric. You know, you had your, whether you're talking about handbags, you're talking about home goods or clothing or shoes or something. If you're talking about the Gucci's and the Louis Vuitton's and the right. uh, Ralph Lauren's and all of that, that was considered just because it had that name on it to be a luxury item. Now, I think there's sort of twofold reasons for that to be on decline. I think in home decor and fashion, actually, I think that we have much more educated consumers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, people that are much more interested in what the product is actually made from and how it is made. And also the idea that um, you just have a lot, you have a lot more choices online. You have a lot more access to a lot of information. 
And the fact that a lot of these higher end brands have diluted themselves by going into off price stores. Like it used to be like, oh my gosh, you know, to get a Ralph Lauren sweater or, or handbag or something like that, you had to go to the store on Madison Avenue and it was all things. Right. Now you can go into TJ Maxx and find that. Exactly. And so it's not as posh. It's not as sought after anymore um, than it was before because Mm -hmm. they've tried to put themselves everywhere. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's definitely changed over the years. And the other thing is, I think there's so many more luxury brands than there used to be. And there's so many more price points. And people are just becoming more, I think, thoughtful of their individual style. So some people are Kind of, I don't want to wear the the brand, uh, yeah, the Ralph Lauren or whatever brand. I want it to kind of be my style. So there's a lot more variety. There's a lot more. There's a lot more places people can buy things. Obviously, with the invention of online retailing, but also there's so many more brands and so many more places, like you said, to get discounted prices. In fact, I just saw Barney's you can buy online now. You really? don't have to go. <laughs> yes. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's just so many more options. Now. Well, and I call it the Amazon effect. We're all impacted. Every business is impacted by Amazon. They have speedy delivery and they have cheap prices. And so there's a lot of movement in that direction with other companies. And so it does impact, yes, I think, even, even the, the luxury field. Exactly. Even the luxury brands. I said I just thought it was it was really interesting because we, you know definitely the thoughts on luxury has changed a lot, um, and now if you're a savvy shopper or a decorating tips and tricks listener, one and the same, you can find some wonderful items to add to your home and add to your wardrobe as well that uh, will just really make you feel good. Um, not only because they're made of beautiful materials, um, maybe because they're sourced sustainably and all of these good things. And it'll be adding these timeless pieces to your home that will last for ages rather than just getting, you know, like take a throw, for example. I'm going to talk about some throws. Like getting a throw for $19.99 that after you wash it once has pills all over it. And you're like, oh, maybe that's a dog blanket or we'll use that in the car, <laughs> right? So if you bought- And then you buy another one. Yeah. Right. So if you buy four or five of those over the course of a couple of years, right, that is probably more than some of the fantastic cashmere items that I'm going to be talking about today. And you buy one and you can hand it down to your kids. Well, it's interesting you say that because I have just such an uh, an example of that at our farm. I had bought some boots. I won't say where, but it was just a place really cheap, just some rain boots to wear around the farm. And six months later, torn up, bought another pair. Six months later, torn up. And they just kept falling apart with, I guess, I don't know. They were just, I don't know. Well. <laughs> no, they were made terribly. And finally, I just said, you know what? I'm just going to go to Hunter. Yes. Buy some the boots the queen wears. I'm going to pay a lot more, but you know what? Those boots have lasted me five years. No problems. And so really, I mean, when you think about it, I'll probably be able to keep them another five years. And in the end, in the end, they're going to be cheaper than me having to replace those others all the time. Oh, yeah. And then you need to get a wax barber and you will be all set for like the next 200 years <laughs> on your farm. <laughs> Um, and 
I just on a side note, I didn't know you were going to mention the Hunter boots, which I absolutely love. Me too. Um, you know, and they do pair with other designers. So I have my I have a couple pair, but my one pair of oh, I'm glad you said that because yeah. I saw another pair that I wanted, and oh, I you're felt like say the same oh. Thing. Oh, yeah. I feel so like I, I have, shouldn't buy another one. I have the straight up black ones that Laura and I share. That's what I have. Okay. And then I have a pair that Rag and Bone, which uh, designers, they paired with Hunter. And oh, those are gorgeous. Yeah. I've you. actually looked for those, but they don't they make don't them make them anymore. Them anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But now Stella McCartney has a low Hunter boot out. Oh. I saw it in a magazine while I was flying back from Boston and I pulled that out because I'm going to check, check those out. I think a low one would be great. Oh, Especially nice. for you and me because it's rainy, but it's hot still, kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it's it's it is it's rainy here a lot, so yeah. Very okay, so nice. We digress into okay. boots, but at, if you're a blogger or want to be a blogger, you can always use your hunter boots in all of your blog shots because everybody loves to put those in the corner and like have like wheat sheep's coming out of them or something. Right? That's true. Oh yeah, and I of course mine are the the practical kind, the cheapest kind. They're they're just the, the black ones, but they I just was at the store. And I saw some pink plaid hunter boots. Oh, how cute. Yeah. Okay. So I have, do you want to talk more about luxury as a concept in 2019 slash 20? Or should we move on to I think I'm going to throw one thought out too. And that is if you've ever been in a really a luxury hotel, even if you didn't stay there, maybe you went and had dinner there. Maybe you just walked through the lobby. And if you haven't been in one, you should go in one and just check it out. Because I think part of it is finding even some of these elements that a luxury hotel would have, which I'll be talking about later, and incorporating those into your house. So kind of think about that tray brought to the room and some other things that the that they do in the hotel and the way they've had it do- have it done that makes you feel special there's so many of those things that you can do in your home that really are not expensive but give that luxury feel perfect those four words makes you feel special that's four right absolutely true this is what it's about so you're not going to feel special wrapped up in that pilly throw wearing no. your old s- slippers, right? So do a few things, just a few things, and you could do it over the course of time because these are, you know, could be, they're reasonably priced for luxury items that we're going to talk about, but, you know, they're still got a price point that might be, you know, prohibitive, to, you know, to be buying in bulk. <laughs> you know, if I want to do one this year, ask right, for right, something right. for Christmas, something like that. So, um, do you want to talk about your hotel concept now, or do you want me to uh, go into some items? Well, sure. Well, I have some items, but okay. they're specific to kind of a hotel, kind of getting okay. that feel in your house. Okay. All right. So one is to have some monogrammed Turkish towels. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yes. Uh, you know, Turkish cotton towels. And so I found some on sale, and I'll include links for all of uh, the things I have. Uh, so I found some restoration hardware that you can have monogrammed and they're, you know, these luxury towels. So they really are kind of the quality that you would see in a hotel, but I think it's wonderful to have them available to use. And again, it's like you said, Kelly, you don't need 20 towels. I mean, I don't think you need probably more than, you know, two or three a person mm-hmm. and maybe just two a person. And so I'd rather have two very nice towels for myself versus 10, you know, me pilly ones that I don't really like. And these were on sale for $30 for each full size 
bath towel. But again, it's monogrammed too. So I think that's a pretty good price. I think that's very reasonable. I mean, towels are one of those things that really runs the gamut. I mean, you sometimes you open up a catalog or you see something on, about a towel. It's like $65 for a towel. Exactly. And then, then you could have a $20 towel and they're both made of cotton. How do you know? But here, you know, Restoration Hardware, great brands, usually really well made. And then you get a monogram. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. And then let me add on to that since we're talking about the hotel. The other thing is to get a monogrammed hotel quality robe. Oh, that my girls go immediately for the robes. I mean, that is just, I mean, you just, they instinctively knew from small little people that that makes you feel good to put on that robe. Well, I know. And I was at some place we were staying and I said, well, where's the robe? And where's Kevin the robe? Like, you are so spoiled. He said, this place does not have robes. He said, okay, so that should be just like a baseline. I'm not seeing anywhere else that doesn't have a robe. Where are the robes? It's like Holiday Inn. Where are the robes? Oh my goodness. That's so funny. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So, and those are two things. I mean, obviously some nice slippers too, that you could have monogram. Uh, I don't have a link for those, but anyway, so, okay. On to you, Kelly. Okay. So I was mentioning the cashmere throw. So I looked around for everyone, including myself, because hey, cashmere is expensive. And the thing about cashmere too is, you know, you'll see it on the tag in a sweater, maybe at an off-price store or something like that. And you're like, oh, it's cashmere. It's $19.99. Not all cashmere is created equal. Mm-hmm. Right? And well, I have and been different dis- percentages too. Exactly. And I have been disappointed in some cashmere. Um where it gets all pilly and, you know, it's just not nice anymore, whether it's something in so for my home if it's or priced, a sweater. If it's priced too low, it's probably not good quality. And be careful with Amazon. There's some bad quality out there these days. So be very careful. Right. But on the other hand, there is some good quality out there too. You just have to really look. and Yes, just, exactly. You have to know what you're looking for. Sure. So you're, you're looking for grade A mm-hmm. cashmere. And you're going to look for um, the reviews, certainly. I mean, these people don't get around on Amazon. The people that are good enough to leave reviews, um, you know, either good or bad, they, they tell it like it is. Um, so take your time and look at the reviews. I always do that now when I'm buying something on Amazon. Um, so I found one by State Cashmere. It's 56 inches, uh, 50 by 60 inches, $199. Um, it only comes in three colors, but Great basics, navy, burgundy, and camel. The reviews were terrific. Um, and then there was another one, Handicraft Mart Himalayan, also on Amazon. This is handmade in Nepal. It's got a herringbone uh, weave to it. It comes in a bunch of colors and a really nice sort of delicate, almost eyelash fringe on the edge. That was $124.99 much bigger than the other one. It was 54 by 108. Mm -hmm. Really lovely. Again, great reviews. And I think for a blanket of that size, I mean, you could almost put that one on a bed. Uh, That's a great price. Yeah, I think that is. And speaking of throws, I found, because I was looking for some that were gorgeous and a great price, you know, my snow leopard throw. Yeah. From soft surroundings. I mean, that's something that if it's cold here, there's a big fight for who gets that. that (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so we love that one. They don't have that anymore, more, but they do have a, a, uh, what is it called? It is the Parisian faux fur throw that is on sale for less than a hundred dollars at soft surroundings. And I'll include the link. 
but if it's anything like the snow leopard one, that is just so soft. But I mean, they're known for everything being super soft. So that's one option. You know what else I found there was a faux fur pet throw for your little guys. Oh. Less than $40. And so I guess that's kind of <laughs> so luxury put it for on your there. pet. Yeah. Luxury for your pet, but also perhaps the whole point is to also protect your furniture. So oh. maybe that's part of it. Is it small? Like Yes, they're a little bit smaller. Uh-huh. Oh, how fun. But not tiny. Not like a little tiny thing. Well, it's too small for my my doggy. Okay. Too small for Molly, the collie. But okay. I think for your guys, it probably yeah, the right probably size. Share it. Yeah. Um, okay. Another thing that says luxury to me in my home is a wonderful scent and a clean burning candle. Now, candles definitely fit into the luxury category for many reasons because they just make everything seem better, right? Candlelight. So even if you're using my suggested box of tapers from Trader Joe's for under $3, it's still in my mind luxury to take the time to light the candle and have that going. So I suggest that for everyone. Every meal should be by candlelight in the evening. Maybe even if you want to do breakfast by candlelight, go for it. But having a candle lit that's also giving off scent, it's just such a lovely way to make your home seem so much more welcoming, to really personalize it, to choose a scent that really makes you feel good, maybe a scent that transports you to some other place or a scent that just feels like it's your signature scent for your house. So I definitely think that that's an attainable luxury. And I found a couple that you might be interested in trying. One I know and I have in my own home and I have tried and used several times. Another one is new to me, um, Acquiesce. And it was interesting when I found this candle uh, that their tagline is Essence of Mindful Luxury. Perfect, right? So it's a company out of California, out of Santa Barbara, which is the American Riviera, a very luxurious area. So I think they know how to do luxury coming out of Santa Barbara. It's an 11-ounce candle. It burns for 100 hours. And the particular one that I'm interested in trying is um, a luxe linen, but they have a lot of different um, scents that you might want to try. It's uh, organic soybean, it's clean burning, and it's $29.61. That's not bad. No, I think that's great for that many hours of enjoyment. I mean, when you think about it, that's really not very much money at all. And then further, which is this really interesting candle and hand soap and lotion company that's local to me. They're right here in the town next door. And it's a wonderful scent. It's bergamot, olive, and these exotic grasses that develops this wonderful woodsy, earthy scent when you're burning the candle or you're putting the lotion on you. And here's the thing about further. They have a very interesting story. So I'll put the link to their site in the show notes. Um, developed from, now stick with me, Anita kind of gets a little squirmy when I tell her this, but the candle is amazing and the scent is amazing. They take this greased waste from restaurants. Oh, stop with that. Turn it into (laughs) biofuel. And the byproduct is this glycerin, which is this clean glycerin. And then they put this scent in it. And so they're taking something that would just be like dumped in a landfill or someplace and they're turning it into these wonderful luxury products. So the interesting story is that the the husband and this husband and wife team, he was making this biofuel for their electric cars like, you know, way back when before you could just go buy an electric car. And uh, so 
or, or however he was powering his car. I guess this biofuel. Yeah, probably. Well, yeah, that doesn't sound electric. Not electric, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. a biofuel situation. Mm-hmm. And then she got the idea, hey, but we have this byproduct of this glycerin. What are we going to do with it? Let's, hey, let's make some candles. Let's make some stuff. And then the restaurants that they were getting the original product from started carrying their products and, and putting them in their bathrooms and things like that. And so that's how they got their start. Isn't that interesting? It is a fascinating story. Yes. So I have another scent-based product. This is a very much luxury item. So I had a friend and she was wearing this perfume and it was just this amazing scent. And I said, what is that? And I found out it was Bond Number no. 9, Saks Fifth Avenue was this the fragrance. And I thought, okay, I'm going to get some of this. So I looked it up. Beep, 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 beep on the computer. <laughs> Is that the sound it makes when you search on Google? <laughs> Something like that. And I'm like, hmm, $375. I was like, hmm. I guess I'm not going to get it. Right. Hmm. Uh, so I was like, okay. No, that's wah, wah. <laughs> I know it was. I'm like, I'm not paying that. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to let go on this. And I kind of waited a couple years and I kind of thought about it again. And I'm like, was so nice, so luxurious. And I started looking around. And so if you go to someplace like Saks Fifth Avenue, it can be as much as $400 for this perfume. So it's very much a luxury perfume. It's based in New York and they have lots of these different fragrances and they're based on different locations. The names are based on locations in New York City. Oh, well, okay. I was wondering, it's not made by Saks Fifth Avenue. It's No, no, no. But that's one of their fragrances is the Saks Fifth Avenue. And, okay. and Saks Fifth Avenue carries all their fragrances. So if you have one near you, you can go in and and uh, get samples of all of them. I love which, a sample. I know. I know. And then when they, they sprayed them on this little piece of paper, when I went to the Galleria in Houston here, and then I put it in all my drawers. <laughs> You are. I'll take that sample. Luxurious and thrifty. I love it. (laughs) Okay. Just spray that a little more. I know. I need a little bit more on that one. You bring Uh, giant pieces of paper (laughs) with you next time. (laughs) Here's my shelf paper. Could you spray this while I'm here? So I got uh, the samples and then I I went online. I thought, I I wonder if I can find this cheaper somewhere. Because again, I'm not paying $375. And I went to perfume.com. And you, they have several of these for less than a hundred dollars. Now, you, I think you told me about perfume.com yes, before. So now, this is a legit site because some of these is. perfume places are. A well, I think it is. It's a pretty big site, and they have every perfume imaginable. And mm-hmm. I does certainly. It came with all of the packing that you would expect. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal, because uh, these places do have situations where maybe a box gets damaged or the lid gets damaged. Mm -hmm. And so they do have testers. Mm -hmm. They have two different sizes and then they have testers. So if you don't mind getting the perfume and there's no box and no lid, then you're going to get the best deal possible. Oh. So that's how you, so that's part of. Oh, so you you have choices for that. Okay. Right, right. So you can choose the box and. Oh, well, that makes sense. And they probably are legit. Yeah, you know, I got it with the box and the lid and everything, and it had all the documentation from the company. Uh, but, you know, like I said, if you wanted even cheaper, you could go for the tester. And anyway, it's, it's just a wonderful scent. I loved it. And so here's some fragrances that I like if you do decide to check them out. Um, the Madison Square Park is the one that I got. Chinatown, Highline, 
Hudson Yard, uh, the Saks Fifth Avenue, and Madison Avenue. Those were all some of my favorites. And the company's called Bond, B-O-N-N? Bond number nine. Bond. Oh, Bond. Like Bond. James? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Oh, interesting. Okay. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Okay, some other ideas is having a really comfy chair and throwing in some velvet. I found a fantastic velvet chair. I love velvet. Yes. And it comes in a bunch of different colors. Uh, Yummy, yummy velvet colors. Um, And it's by a company called Article. Now, Article is a company, like I mentioned earlier, which has no middleman. So the prices are really Now, where did you find find them? Article, I actually first heard about on Malcolm Gladwell's podcast. So, hey, Article, come on over and advertise over on DTT and give our listeners a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. So he was talking about it and he was talking about this chair he got. And I was like, I love Malcolm. Maybe I'll like this chair. So I went and checked it out. And Article has a very interesting sensibility. I think they... um, they tend to the modern, but very nice, clean lines. Be great for modern farmhouse, which is something we'll be talking about in an upcoming podcast. Um, but they also just have these really interesting shapes and and some very simple lined chairs that would work with any decor. And this particular one, the Matrix Cascadia Velvet Chair, looks so yummy. It's $599. So it's good. I say wrap wow. your, Yes. And it's uh, made of cotton velvet with solid walnut legs and, you know, built sustainably and all these good things. So sit in your chair, wrap your cashmere throw around you. Light up your candle, spritz yourself with this perfume, feed your dog solid gold, and you're going to be living the luxe life. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. The other thing I was going to mention too is I I like to kind of find some of my favorite websites where I think they have luxury items that I love for my home. And then I kind of sit and wait <laughs> for sales, yeah, for prices. And a lot of these have an online outlet. Uh, some of them have, you know, physical outlet, but just everyone has sales. So you can always wait for the sales. And it's amazing, you know, often whatever it is that you're wanting will go on sale. And so a part of it's just making sure you have, uh, that you're checking often with some of your favorite sites and sign up for their newsletters. For example, you and I love Kate Spade. And if you're on their newsletter, you're going to get notification of their 75% off sales that they have several times a year. But you know, if you're not on that newsletter, you won't even know when they have them. So I think that's another tip is once you have some place that you love, make sure you're getting their notifications of their yeah. big sales. Yeah. Be an, be an insider, like, um, you know, linen sheets. Someone just, I have to get back to our recent um, listener who emailed us about the um, linen sheets. I think Anita, you responded a little bit, but uh, she was asking about the linen sheets. And a while ago, we had talked about the um, LL Bean had right. wonderful linen sheets, but I don't think they're selling them anymore. But if you linen sheets, another attainable luxury. Oh, yeah. we got. I got such a deal. So LLB, maybe they'll bring them back. Maybe it's going to be seasonal for them. But we were getting deals where there was, it was fifty percent off. Mm-hmm. For any item, so then you right. can choose the linen. Do they, are you saying they don't have them anymore? They, I, they, I checked back because I was going to get myself another set, 
and they didn't have them. But, you know, maybe it was something that, you know, they'll bring back again. I don't know. But other companies like Bellanote Linen, there's a bunch of linen. Right. Well, and Bellanote companies, they've got an up. They're very expensive, but they do have an outlet. So that's another place that you can go. So a lot of these stores do, and you can always Google, you know, to see who has an outlet. Right. Um, So a lot of that's just kind of knowing where to look. And, you know, I was just thinking about there's, I wonder if there's going to be some place at some point like rent the runway where you don't buy your dress, you just rent it. Uh, so there may be something like for, that you, for sheets. <laughs> well, not for sheets. I hope not for sheets. I'm not getting that. But I mean, other home decor. I don't know. I guess that's just consignment. Where you? Oh, interesting. Yeah. So home decor stuff. Yeah, because you'd have to rent it for longer. But I think that whole yeah, the whole renting of the clothing is a whole interesting thing. Um, another way to introduce attainable luxury into your everyday and into your home is collecting crystal glasses from your thrifties. You know, we've told you so this. So easy. Yeah. And we've mentioned this on other occasions in connection with decor and, you know, building your arsenal, so to speak, of, of beautiful, timeless decor. Well, you know, again, don't leave it on the shelf. Or if you've got crystal, hey, start using it. I mean, I, I have a couple of highball glasses that are just absolutely beautiful. They don't match. I got them here, there, and everywhere. But I, it feels really nice to have one of those glasses in my hand rather than, you know, sort of one that I got in a set of eight from, you know, Target or someplace. And they, you know, just regular glass. It makes a difference. Um, the linen sheets we talked about. And treat yourself to some real art by a local artist or an up-and-coming artist or a piece of vintage art that you find at Etsy or something like that, that's another way to add this attainable luxury to your home. Well, and speaking of the crystal, I am a silver person, so I love real silver. And because silverware is just isn't as popular right now, uh, it's you can get some used silverware, and I mean like sterling silver, forks, spoons, knives for much less than you could 10 years ago or even five years ago. And I just have this thing. I just love having my breakfast with a silver spoon. So, I mean, that, and that's the beauty of it too. You know, before you'd feel like, oh, I have to buy a a five-piece place setting for 12 or for 24. Right, right. And really you can just buy one silver spoon on eBay or Etsy for nothing. Right. And I got a set of uh, these gorgeous little demitasse sterling silver spoons and they really were just not much at all i think less than 30 dollars a piece oh so yeah i mean you they're can not get, big but yeah no, but you can get them for a couple of bucks too and you're thrifty well, or something like that it's silver plate you can get for not right. sterling oh right that's true i'm sorry but even sterling. but ster- mm-hmm. but yeah so i'm just saying but i'm just saying don't just go grab something at a at a um you know, yard sale if it's not nice. I mean, you know, the whole point of this for it to feel like a luxury, it needs to be a nice silver spoon. Yes. And I'm just saying they have nice ones on Etsy and eBay. So, you know, go look and find one that you really like so that you at least have one for you. And, you know, I mean, my family doesn't really care about it. I think I ended up buying some for them because they were using mine. But- <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so it's nice to have just a few pieces of, of sterling yeah. silver. And then and then the cloth napkins. We've talked about that. Some linen napkins. Mm-hmm. You can buy the nice monogrammed antique ones that we used to sell in our store or buy new or go to the thrift store and get some used ones. But it's so nice to have those at a meal. And it really does make it special. And if you're one of those people that you're like, okay, 
I don't, I'm worried about like people's lipstick getting on there. Well, go with the black napkins and then you don't have to worry so much about things like that. And, but, and I don't, but I also don't mind iron. I love ironing linen. It's just so fun seeing all those wrinkles just smooth out. So I actually enjoy that, but it's a relaxing thing. Try it. I'm going to, I'm going to think of that when you're saying that I'm relaxing the wrinkles. That's nice. That's so funny. If Um, you like to transform something, you're transforming. I do like to transform things, but I don't know. I'm going to, I'll try to keep that in mind next time I have to iron. If you want to feel like you've accomplished something, get the iron out. You'll feel like, oh, I did something today. I ironed those 12 napkins. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to think about that because I do like doing all those things. Okay. Just a couple of quick things that I had on fashion. I know we're not a fashion uh, podcast, but everybody likes to look good and you're going to look good. If your house looks really good, you got to look really good too. But a couple of attainable luxury brands that might be new to you are Everlane. They only use grade A cashmere. Um, I see a lot of Everlane on Instagram. I haven't purchased anything from there, but apparently from what I'm reading, they're doing a really great job. So you might want to check them out. And then I have told you before about this company, M. Jemmy. That's the footwear company. I have three pairs of their shoes now. And I actually got my husband a pair of his shoes. And I can't, I don't even remember the last time we got Peter a new pair of shoes. It could have been like 10 years ago. And I was like, they don't need new shoes. You need some new (laughs) shoes, dude. And and he was like, I don't know. These are expensive. And so I I gave (laughs) him some choices. The good ones are, but they last. Yeah, but they're not expensive. Like if you went and got this uh type of Italian handmade footwear would be ridiculous. It was a very reasonable, attainable luxury price. Um, It's Italian footwear made in factories that produce for very high-end brands. Um, So yeah, I have their Felis loafer in two different shades, and I got their sneaker, which I traipsed all around London and Paris with, and I just traipsed all over Boston and so comfy. Oh, love it. Nice. Yeah. So and what's the brand two, again? That's M Jemmy, G E M I. And the other clothing is Everlane. Oh, okay. Well, and if you're looking for custom made men's clothing, that's can be extremely expensive. But proper cloth, have you heard of them? I did. I did. When I was doing the research for this, they popped up. Yeah. They're wonderful. And I've gotten some shirts for Kevin for work. Oh, have you? Be- well, yeah, because it, you know, you can't just buy something off the rack anymore because now those big blousy men's shirts just aren't the thing anymore. It really needs to be kind of fitted. And how do you get that unless you buy something made to your measurements? So, but they, it, anyway, he was very happy with them. They were very good to work with. And you put in all your measurements and, you know, you choose what kind of buttons you want and what kind of cuffs and what kind of collar and what fabric. And, uh, it's much cheaper than having it custom made. Uh, somewhere else, you know, the traditional routes. Right, since it's, right. But know, yeah, I mean, winners. how nice would that be? Like a shirt made just for you. Well, and it's all online. So you don't have to, and that's probably part of how they save money is they right. don't, I doubt they have locations. Right. And you know, another place, I love going to Nordstrom's Rack to get great buys. And they have a lot of uh, high-end brands there that are, you know, obviously marked down. Mm-hmm. But they, I just realized recently, they have an online presence. It's pretty big. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I shopped on there for um, Christmas last year and I did very yeah. well. So that's a great place. For the girls place. and Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Good some tip. great buys there. 
Do you have a crush? Well, I do. And it's actually more of a public service announcement than a crush because mm -hmm. I'm realizing people don't know about this. Oh, goodness. What? And that is the post office has a service called Informed Delivery. I think I've told you about it. Oh, I but know. I'm so impressed. And I've yet to do it. Have I'm you signed up? Okay. So no, if you I'm go impressed to that you get, get what you get. <laughs> so USPS.com, that's where you go. And if you scroll down that front page on the front, it says Informed Delivery. And let me tell you what that is if you don't have it. So sign up for an account and then you're going to check the box somewhere where it asks you, do you want informed delivery? And you're going to say yes and, you know, agree to all their conditions, whatever. But it, they send me an email every day and they send me a picture of the front of every first class piece of mail coming to my mailbox the next day. And they have tracking numbers for every piece of, of every package coming to my house. And it'll say coming today, coming later this week. And there's all the tracking numbers. If it's USPS. And it's, uh, and it's kind of nice because sometimes I'm out of town and maybe there's a check coming in the mail or some special piece of mail. And with our mailbox, it's out by the street. And, you know, if it's raining, things, it, the water, depending on, it can get in the mailbox sometimes. So, you know, if I'm out of town, I might say, hey, Evie, would you get this piece of mail out? Would you get the mail, please, for me? Because, you know, I don't want it to get wet. Uh, so it's really kind of nice if you, if you're checking for something in particular, it's nice to kind of see what's coming. And then once you sign up, because my other, I have a new neighbor and she didn't realize all these services, you can hold your mail, you can forward it temporarily for six months or whatever to another location. If you're going out of the town for a long time and uh, you just manage all of that. So do they charge yes, you for that? When no, you it's free. Wow. No, that's, and it may not be available everywhere, mm -hmm. But check into it because who knows? It might be where you are. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I have not been victim of this, but I, there's more and more of the theft of not only packages, but some envelopes that might look like they have checks in them or something like that right. from people's mail. And, you know, exactly. So if you don't have a, an area, a, a porch or something where something can be concealed, that just might be great to get the heads up. You know, it's there. So good tip, good PSA. Um, my crush is an, uh, more of an item, or it is an item, and it's in line with our topic for today. It's these honeycomb glasses that I got in connection with my uh, Better Homes and Gardens at of Walmart. So you mean drinking glasses, not seeing glasses. Not seeing glasses, yeah. Because I was picturing, I thought, oh, that's a weird shape. That's a weird thing. No, they have... Um, they just came to mind when we were doing this because they do feel really luxurious in your hand. So they're the stemless wine glass shape. And then oh, they nice. have this gold leaf honeycomb uh, detailing on sort of maybe half, a little bit less than half the glass. So on the bottom, so pretty, N not dishwasher safe. So you'd have to do a hand wash, but they come in a set of four. They wash so them when you're washing your silverware. <laughs> there you go. They're so incredibly reasonable. I'll put the link there. I mean, so they would be a great gift too. I mean, mm -hmm. they come in just a cardboard box with some tissue, but if you took them out and you wrapped them all up in nice tissue and put them in a box or a bag. Oh, I what a lovely beautiful. Christmas gift. They're and really pretty. They're mm -hmm. really pretty. And I mean, they're, they're, they're like under $20, right? Aren't they? Are you looking at them right now? <laughs> I'm not looking at them right now, but I did see them earlier. Them. Yes. So they're really pretty and you get four of them. So that is definitely a glass that it would look like you bought at a high-end boutique. So are you saying to put it in a box from Saks Fifth Avenue? No, I'm just saying put it in when a, you go get your samples of your bond number nine. <laughs> ask for some boxes. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. Or, or you know, we're bag, Christmas bag users if you were going to give it as a gift, but because they are glass, you'd have to wrap them really well. But that is a great item to have uh, if you want to make yourself feel luxurious and special or give them as a nice gift. Sounds so great. Our, our question today is from our listener, Cindy W. Cindy's been listening for a while. Cindy, thank you so much. And we love getting your emails. And she had a question about placement of sconces on either side of a piece of art. Um, so I believe that she's talking about putting this particular piece of art that she ordered. Uh, is it in her office? I'm pulling up the email now. Um but her question is, when it comes to sconce lighting and artwork placement, is there a right or a wrong way to do it? Should the art be centered, under it, somewhere else? Um, could we give her some insight and our thoughts on that? She has ordered some sconces, she has some sconces, and then she is anticipating the arrival of a print, and she wants to know how to hang it. Well, I think if it's that the light bar meant for artwork, then obviously it's going to have to go over the artwork. Other than that, I don't think there's a lot of hard and fast rules as far as sconces and artwork. Uh, if it's a big piece of art, then I like to see one on either side. Otherwise, I think it's going to maybe look a little awkward. But if the artwork's about the size of the sconce, you could maybe do two pieces of artwork on top of each other and then the sconce in the center. I mean, I think you're going to want some sort of symmetry where... So if you just have one piece of art and one sconce, I think it might look odd. So I think you would want two of something mixed in with the sconce or just some way where it looks balanced and uh, where it makes sense. So if there's a big difference in the size of the art and the sconce, then that's kind of an issue. So you probably want it balanced with one on either side. Uh, Yeah. So that's kind of what I was thinking. How about you, Kelly? Yeah, I definitely think you would want a set of sconces to... Uh, flank a piece of artwork. Um, I'm looking at the two items that Cindy's talking about in particular. So she's got this crystal tiered sconce. It's about nine, oh, it's almost 10 inches. And then she's got the piece of artwork, which is absolutely darling. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's a, it's like a pen and ink of a, a sort of a, a doggy. A, like he sort of sat or maybe he did something wrong. Doggy. Can you, Super can you tell what size that is? Oh, I don't know what it, size that is. I pulled it up. Is. It's just 27 square. Oh, so it's a lot bigger than I thought. So what I would do with something like that, and again, I think Anita's really spot on. I mean, it really depends on the size of the scones compared to the, the piece of art. But in my mind, I'm saying you have two sconces. And with these dimensions, sort of 10 high on the sconces and 27 high on the print, I would just, I would put them even. I would put them halfway through the artwork. So somewhere around like, what's half of that, Anita? 13 and a half. Mm -hmm, I would sort mm -hmm. of, you know, and I would put the sconce right in the middle of that. And so I, it, so it would be very symmetrical. So the same amount of distance of the art on the top and the bottom and the sconces on either side. And depending on the shape of the sconce, these are um, crystal tiered. So they kind of have uh, graduated size tiers coming down, sort of um, hugging the wall. Um, I would probably do it about four or five inches away from the piece of art. You do, mm -hmm. you want it to be that the sconces are relating to the piece of art, right? Um, so you don't want them, but too not crowded far away, but not mm -hmm. crowded, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, um, so it sounds like the way Cindy's got it set up that she's got the sconces. She might have to move them if she wants to put them 
on either side of the art, but I think that would look really nice. And I think the color of the sconce, it has sort of an oil rubbed bronze. And then the artwork is, you know, sort of this pen and ink with a dark, dark brown or black frame. I think it would really be nice together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds lovely. And if you've got super long sconces, that it's sort of a lot going on, uh, then, you know, then maybe you would, well, you'd have to pair it with a much bigger piece of art. So you don't want the sconces to overpower the art. Would you agree? Like the sconces should probably be smaller than the art. Yes. Yes. I would agree with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's all about the balance. It's all about the balance and the scale, right? So I think you can definitely with these two, two or three items, the two sconces and the art, you can definitely achieve the balance and the scale, Sunday. So I hope that helped you. Um, Yeah. I, I, you know, that, I think that that might be a common issue that some people are, are faced with. It, I think the thing you first mentioned, the art light, I think yes. those are pretty great because lots of times that you, maybe you're hanging a piece of art and it's just not getting the attention that it deserves or it's beautiful. And oh, true. yeah. Um, and I've been thinking about getting some of those. I think that they have those battery powered now, which is really well, smart. And that really says, hey, look here. Yeah. This is something important. Right. Museum. Or something you don't want to miss, you know. Right. I think that would be yet another attainable luxury when you think Mm -hmm. about it. If you've got a beautiful piece of art. It would look luxurious for sure. Yeah. And you're highlighting it that way because it Mm -hmm. does. It's like your your thought about putting a cloche over everything. It makes it more important. Oh. I know. I like that. If you're lighting up your art with a particular light for art, I think that says everybody, hey, this is important. Even if it's your kid's drawing you know, in a frame that is really important and can be lit up too. I think that would really actually be quite clever and lovely. So hope everybody had fun today. I really enjoyed talking about the concepts of luxury and then, you know, our specific items that we came up with. If you have anything that you find is an attainable luxury and you want to tell us about it, please send us an email. And thank you so, 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 so much to our listeners who have been leaving these fabulous five-star reviews for us on iTunes. It really is so important because not only does it make us feel great and we really appreciate it, but iTunes really takes notice and that's how they'll continue to introduce our show to uh, other people that might be interested in listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks too. So you're doing not only a really good deed for Anita and I, but you're doing a service for others who might be trying to find podcasts on decorating. So thank you to everybody who's been uh, leaving those reviews. And if you haven't left one yet, uh, we'd really appreciate it. So we'll leave the link um, to how to do that uh, into the show notes for this episode. So remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon.